Welcome to the newest episode of the GoatCast. I'm joined once again by my two cousins, Kevin and Adam, uh, both fan favorites. Um, millions of people were emailing in saying they wanted them back. So we made sure to get them back on as soon as possible um, to fit in their busy schedules. Um, I know working from home really uh, makes you busy and Kevin has lost somewhere in the middle of the mountains, but both of them were lucky enough to fit this into their schedule. Yeah, I, yeah. I, have, I have to say, Chris, that um, I'm surprised how many different Gmails uh, Google let me create to email in to demand that I be back on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm just glad we could negotiate a rate to, uh, to make this happen with my agent. Yeah, right. so um, I, have a, I have a quick story just so that the listeners of the pod who all demanded that we were back know how dedicated I am to fulfilling their dreams. Um, I'm actually... This time I'm not coming to you live from Durango, Colorado. I'm in uh, Pagosa Springs, which mm. is about an hour away from Durango. Uh, it's in a place where there's no cell service whatsoever between the two of them, only once you get to the town. And uh, I forgot my charger in someone's house, couldn't get it back, had to go to Walmart this morning, buy a new charger. My phone has overheated three times now today. Uh, in the hot Colorado sun. I'm in a car with no AC, and I just had to sit here and charge my phone. Uh, I was sitting on the floor with the air running on it um, with a Walmart water bottle, cold water bottle sitting on top of it for a good 45 minutes. Um, and uh, I just had to drive around a bit to find the perfect spot to get in, but uh, I'm, just, I'm just glad that it worked. Don't speak too soon. That's all I'll say. True. Yep, knock on wood. So uh, today's episode... And we're going to be discussing the best holidays, the best apps, and finally, we're going to talk about the best fictional vehicles. Um, basically, any mode of transportation from any book, movie, TV show, TV show, whatever you want. So we're going to start with holidays. I've got to, huh? I've got to throw out really quick, too. Um, I know because of all these dedicated listeners, a lot of them have been complaining about the whole avocado incident. So I want to issue a... <laughs> Formal apology for calling uh, an avocado a vegetable. It is a fruit. I know that. I'm not an idiot. Um, it was poor research on my part. And uh, I also, when I said shallot with googly eyes, I meant scallion. But since have looked it up, and it seems like it might still work with a shallot. So I'm gonna. <laughs> that's that's. I I can appreciate that. Some um, good transparency. Let me show you. My screen real quick. Everybody's favorite website, random.org slash lists. We're going to do this the order that came into the chat myself. Oop, that's me twice. Chris, Adam, then Kevin. I'm going to randomize this. And, now we know how. <laughs> and I get the first pick. And then Kevin. All right. Uh-oh. No, we're good. Stop share. Okay. I have the first pick. Um, obviously, there's a billion holidays you can choose from. I'm going to take the one that my uh, actual name most closely resembles, and that's um, Christmas. Right, also, yo, what many people say when I play basketball. If, uh, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> this head drops to me, I was going to give a whole spiel about end of December, everyone's favorite time of year, you know, give the date and everything, and then drop a Japanese holiday called KFC Day that they celebrate on December 25th. In <laughs> Go out to eat at KFC. Um, that sounds so, like a good holiday. Giving away your draft board, that's a bold yeah, move right, right. with one off the board. Um, so I'm up. 
Yep. Um, I'm going to go bold here. I was honestly hoping to get the number one overall pick to really make a statement with this one, but I'm glad it fell to me at number two. I was not remotely concerned that it would be gone <laughs> potentially at all, let alone in the first round. But uh, I am I am here to make a statement, and um, I'm going to go with a holiday that happens every year on March 8th, uh, a very important holiday, especially in this day and age. And I am not, believe it or not, talking about my mom, Nancy Rossi's birthday, which oh. happens to also be Earth age. But uh, I'm going to select, with my first pick, uh, International Women's Day. Wow. Making a stand. Strong. After yeah. after picking multiple female Disney characters as obnoxious, you uh, make a stance here. This feels like making, a compensating pick. I am making a statement here. I want to. I want that out there. You know, it's this is. Gate I thought demand. I could play it around, but it's it, it's about the. You have to put out the fires that you caused recently. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> there are there are consequences to your draft picks, as we've yep. learned. Yep. All right. Well. Um, I was a little nervous getting the third pick in this round because I thought maybe my top choice would be off the board, but I am very happy with number three overall to be taking what I consider to be the best holiday, and that is Halloween. Ooh. There's nothing quite like it. I think Christmas is a very fair pick, but I think Halloween is... Uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what we could do without it. Bad movie franchise, though. We can say that. I'm going to be fair. honest. This is the first time I've been on this podcast and I've had to endure one of my top picks getting picked. And uh, I knew this was likely gone with my statement making pick, but I was not <laughs> pain. Uh, this hurts a little bit. Yeah. Halloween's nothing wrong with that. Um, best Halloween many- costume. Best Halloween costume. <sighs> That's a tough one. There's just so many. There's just so many. Every year it's a different one. I, to me, it's the more niche costumes that really do it. Um, yeah. There used to be an app back in the day. Uh, an uh, iPhone app called Baby Monkey riding backwards on a pig in which you were, uh, you know, well, it's in the title, but that was a Halloween costume I did a number of years ago. Um, mm. That's one of my favorites, but you know, there's classics. You just be a dinosaur. That's yeah, a good pumpkin. one too. I think I was a pumpkin five times. Yeah. I will, I will say I have attended over 30 Halloween parties as wow. myself. So I'm <laughs> probably not the person to ask for uh, best costume. Fair enough. It was Guy Fieri one year. That was a good one. I'll say, too, the two holidays you guys took so far, best, in my opinion, best movie holidays. Best movie uh, holidays. Boxing Day has uh, something to say about that one. <laughs> a lot of boxing movies. Yep, true. <laughs> Fair point. Isn't that what Apollo Creed was about? <laughs> yeah. Boxing Day. Um, all right, moving on to pick number four. Now that I've secured the best holiday, um, this might be a little high to take this one, but it's pretty important that I get it. So I'm going to go ahead and take with my fourth overall pick, Groundhog Day, off the board. I, I had that on nice. my list. Nice. You've also taken two movie titles with both your picks, which I can respect. Also, Not a coincidence. February 2nd, which is Groundhog Day, is also National Tater Tot Day. So that's a, that's a two for one. I'm a little bummed yeah, that I that, but it, was, it wasn't on my list, so I'm not, I'm not losing anything. So I, I like it. I'm glad that it made the cut. Um, I'm going to jump back in, and I'm going to go straight to a uh, holiday that I don't really like that much, but it's very popular and uh, appeals to the masses, and it's definitely growing on me. Uh, Growing up, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, I'm going to say I was a vegetarian for 10 years and see if you can figure out where I'm going with this. Um, Uh, Kwanzaa. 
Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with my with my second pick. Uh, I'm going to take Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a good one. Wow. That American Thanksgiving, not Canadian Thanksgiving, just to clarify. I think the best part of our Thanksgiving growing up and holidays in general is winning money from uh, Uncle Mickey. Yep. I think we can all Shout agree with that. Yep. But nobody nobody knows what that means, but I do. That was the reason I showed up, given yeah. my dislike of pretty much all the food. You have a chance to win maybe $5. Yeah. Usually more like 10 cents. Yeah. Which, honestly, back at that time, you know, given inflation and everything was pretty valuable. <laughs> Very true. All right. I got back-to-back picks here. Um, hmm. I took a winter pick in my first one, so I'm going to go in the summer here. I have a history of passing out at this time. Um, shout out to Kevin, my roommate. Not this Kevin, but I'm taking the 4th of July. Two of the f- past three years uh, I've attended a 4th of July party. I've passed out due to heat exhaustion, I think. So wow. <laughs> I'm just having too much fun, I think that means. Yeah. I've, I've destroyed at least one iPhone on the 4th of July as well. So Fireworks overrated, but the 4th of July is still fun barbecue food just hang out all day do whatever it's warm enjoy the sparklers they're not that's bad fair. that's fair and then with my next pick i don't know if this is controversial or not i'm gonna see if you guys allow it i'm gonna take opening day i think that's a great one is that is that considered a holiday baseball yeah opening you allow that i'll allow it yeah all right i'm Looks taking like opening day I assumed it wasn't on your list. I thought Adam might take it, but I, thought, I uh, did consider it. People, I think people get that day off work. Not everyone, but some people. And it's a little too soon because we missed opening day this year. But alas, we move on. Kevin, you're back on the board. I'm not. I'm not totally prepared to be in this position. I am. I'm scrambling a little bit. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go with my. The only one I think I have left that I'm actually worried about anyone taking. Um, I can't believe I almost missed this one in my research, but, um, you know, humor is, is one of the many great things about life. And, uh, this is the holiday that has brought me a lot of joy. And I've also been totally played and, uh, I'm going to take April fool's day, April 1st. Yeah. It's definitely the best day to go on Twitter and see how dumb companies are and what their (laughs) marketing schemes are with April Fool's jokes. Yeah, I have to shout out to my grandma Ames, who probably, (laughs) it feels like in memory for like 10 straight years when I was growing up, called me and told me that they either got a dog or a cat, and I believed it every single time. (laughs) I, now, I would like to claim homeschooling as an excuse because it's like, I didn't know what day it was. Yeah. You know, but yeah, that was, um, I've been played many times on that day. And it's a day that I certainly look forward to now in my uh, more advanced age, my more advanced age. Uh, it's something that uh, it brings joy to the world, I think, in a way that other holidays don't. I want to, um, I did a quick Google search here and apparently... Mr. Potato Head brand um, was to be usurped by his soon-to-be insta-famous rival, Mr. Avo Head. Um, uh, <laughs> as a reference to the last episode we did together. What? An- another vegetable? Pick <laughs> a fruit. Technically, it's a starch. Yeah, this is true. Whatever. But yeah, uh, April Fool's is a good one. Yep. Great pick. All right, that's going to bring up some back-to-back picks. Number nine and number 10 overall. And... Um, 
This may be a little high to take this one off the board, but I want to make sure I grab it. I think it really complements the other two holidays that I've taken. And what I'm going to go ahead and do with the number nine overall pick is take September 19th, a.k.a. International Talk Like a Pirate Day. Now, now I have that on my list, and I saw it as National Meow Like a Pirate Day. Did you see that a little note? I, I can't say I did. Is so that that's even better. Official? Okay. I think, yeah, Meow Like a Pirate Day is better. That was one of my backups. That was not on my that was not on my top five, but I was ready to take that one if necessary. That was a good one. Yep, I think of all the of all the holidays that have been created over the last thirty years or so, it's definitely in the top thirty. Yeah, it's as, definitely the most relevant. I feel like as made famous by Facebook is a necessary addendum to that holiday. Yeah. Although I think pirates are kind of at a at a low point right now, uh, historically. There hasn't been a good pirate movie out and not many pirates out there low low dwindling buy low stock buy low i mean pirates you yourself said uh opening day didn't happen so those pirates aren't out either either. exactly that's the only the buccaneers i guess if football happens yeah well you heard it here first buy low on pirates this is the time (laughs) stock up (laughs) that's what i'm doing um so with the number 10 overall pick i'm gonna go ahead there's a few directions I could go with this one. I do have one more pick after this one, so I'm going to take a risk. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go with uh, Dia de los Muertos, or the Day of the Dead. Ooh. Straight out of Coco. I think it's... Great movie. It fits in the theme. It's it's along the same lines as Halloween, but I think it has enough, enough of its own uh, unique flair to really stand on its own. Mm-hmm. So pretty happy with that one. I would agree. Yeah. Coco, I just recently saw Coco for the first time. Very impressed. Same. Yeah. Paint my face. All the, the whole works. Top five Pixar, possibly. Agreed. All right. Uh, this is my fourth pick, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I'm going to go with this one. Is a It's a 600-year-old holiday. And um, I know you guys know that uh, in ancient cultures around the world, um, uh, you know, animal sacrifice to the gods uh, is, is a very common thing worldwide. And uh, I picked this holiday because it approaches blood sacrifice a different way. Um, I'm not sure if this is the official name of the holiday or an Americanized version of the name. It's a, um, it's a Bolivian holiday. It takes place in the Andes Mountains. Um, and uh, the best I can come up with the name for the holiday is Punch Your Neighbor in the Face Day. Oh. Yeah. And uh, the idea of the holiday is that uh, the Earth Goddess, uh, I'm going to butcher this, but uh, Pachamama or Pachamama, <laughs> either one, you know, you take your pick, um, demands, as many gods and goddesses do, a blood sacrifice uh, in order to ensure a good harvest. And so the members of this village, uh, get together for what's called the Tinku Festival, which must be Bolivian for Punch Your Neighbor in the Face Festival. Mm-hmm. Um, I can only imagine. And basically, they just full on beat each other up and, you know, bleed out. And uh, only in recent years, they have started to police the festival. Um, and they try to maintain now uh, only one on one fights as opposed oh, to mass yeah. brawls. Smart. And uh, usually I hear now they usually stop fights after first blood is drawn. Oh, that's pretty quick then. Yeah, but I just I think this is a, another good one to my add to my team because you've got a lot of holidays that are about joy and 
you got holidays that are centered around food and, and giving thanks and all those things. But this one I'd like, because it just, it's just about getting it out, just getting out yeah. the anger, you know, taking it up with your neighbor, just like whatever's happened that year, you just let it out. Not to mention you're working on next year's harvest. So. And now more than ever, when we're in quarantine, you might want to punch your neighbor even more. Yep. So. And it's nice yep. that they have a specific day for it. So, you know, if it's earlier in the year and you're really upset, you can tell yourself, well, I'll just hold off. Yeah, I, I'll get I, my chance. I couldn't really figure out when they said they lightly police it now what that even means. But if there is any sort of law enforcement in this small mountain town, I'm imagining that, you know, it's like on other days you get in trouble for punching people in the face. But on this day, it's just like, you know, anything yeah. goes basically. It's like G-rated uh, The Purge. The purge yeah. Right. I'd so, give it at least for mild violence, Chris. Come on. That's fair. So I was weighing a couple of options here for my fourth pick, but um, to stick with the Hispanic theme of this round, um, I'm going to take Cinco de Mayo. Nice. Simply, nice. simply for the deals at Mexican food restaurants. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a great pick. That's part of why I dipped my toe in there with Dia de los Muertos. Yeah, so round, round four altogether is all Hispanically rooted uh, holidays. And then I have a still a long list here. It's my fifth round. But uh, I'm going to stick with the food theme. All of mine are food themed for the most part. Um, maybe I'm not. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch it up. I'm gonna, this day is dedicated to a very important part of our culture. Um, Every year on April 18th, we celebrate this, and I think it really helps people understand their um, upbringings, and that's National Velociraptor Day. That's important. Uh, I think we all need to stay humble and, and remember uh, the Velociraptors that we've lost uh, so many years ago. Mm -hmm. Bravo. Preach. I, every year on that day, I make sure to watch um, the scene with Chris Pratt and the trained Velociraptors. <laughs> yeah. Honor of Blue, is that his name? Yep, something yeah. like that. Yeah, such such intelligent creatures to to devolve all the way down to chickens. Or yeah, whatever. I know. it's amazing. Without velociraptors, we wouldn't have one of the best rides at Cedar Point. And I mean, <laughs> let's be not, real: without velociraptors, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have <laughs> kind of fast food restaurants, and we wouldn't have the expression "tastes like that's chickens." So. That's not mine. There's all true. Oh yeah, a lot of ways to be grateful for uh, for the raptors. Also. I have to say, I know almost literally nothing about the professional sport of basketball. Yeah. But the only thing I really know about it, and the only thing I think that matters, is the the Raptors mascot that runs around and bounces around on the floor and like does oh, yeah. like face yeah. plants. Eats the are smaller you, raptor. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, are you talking about the big one or the the baby one? <laughs> and again, the I, old Toronto Raptors jerseys are arguably the best of all time. Yeah. And again, I I, I mean, arguably. Almost nothing about basketball. I just know there's like an inflatable raptor mascot who's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for right. uh, boosting up my pick there. Yeah, no. I got your back, Chris. Um, and speaking of having your back, your pick inspired me, and I'm actually having a huge moral dilemma right now because I just – you made me think of a holiday, and I'm so tempted to pick it for multiple reasons, but I don't know if I can bring myself to do it. Part of the problem is that I don't have anything left that I feel strongly about. Yeah. And when you said you cared about this, your previous holiday because of the food deals or mm -hmm. two holidays, um, it reminded me of a story from when I lived in Chicago 
when it was a holiday that I didn't know existed and I went into a pizza place and everything was half off. Oh. And I was like, wow, this holiday is the best. And then I found out what it was, um, which, you know, I'm not ashamed to say this is when I was in college. Um, and the holiday I'm talking about feels particularly pertinent because I'm in the great state of Colorado. Um, I and the holiday, I know what this is. The holiday in question is 420. <laughs> um, in which... I walked to a pizza place in Chicago, got my cheese bread twice, twice the size I normally get for the same price. And on the way home found a $10 bill that someone dropped and then dubbed it the best holiday ever have not celebrated it since don't do drugs. Kids don't do drugs. I'm going to say this right now um, of every podcast episode I've done and every podcast episode I will ever do. That was the most shocking pick um, of all time. <laughs> I would, okay. I, yep. I for one am for when the graphic comes out, when the graphic comes out with no explanation, people are going to be questioning things. <laughs> I said I was thinking of picking it. I didn't say I picked it. Oh, you didn't pick it. Interesting. I don't, the graphic is literally the, the reason that I'm the most hesitant to pick it. <laughs> I'm on you here after making all those jokes and, and whatever. And I'm going to go with a holiday, Chris, that uh, you picked something similar. You picked the 4th of July, which I think is the far less... Uh, superior of the fourth holidays i'm gonna go with may 4th yeah uh as in star wars day yeah that's a good one and, I had uh, yeah. yeah i'm gonna appeal to i'm gonna appeal to that crowd that i am part so, of from stoners to nerds that's a good that's a good shift this has been a I mean, big there's probably, pandering lesson yeah there's probably a large overlap in that category <laughs> yeah um, but i say i am a member of the, the may the fourth category not the 420 category so i have to go with with my people um, as I've now alienated a, a bunch of my potential voters. That's why you picked International Women's Day too, right? Yep, yep. And I, I will say, <laughs> I looked it up online, and one website said that Star Wars Day was May 2nd. That's just, what? Yeah, that doesn't that make any sense. No sense. Second. So whoever runs that website, if you're listening to this podcast, it's the fourth. Change it. That's the point. Change it. yourself. And uh, I'm out. That's my, that's my list. All right, well, with the, with the final pick of the holidays, I'm going to go straight for value. There are a few considerations here, which I'll, which I'll give in the honorable mentions at the end. But, um, yeah, we're going to go straight for value, and we're going to take a holiday which lasts um, five full days and involves days. all the important stuff, food, colors, parties, um, episodes of The Office. And I'm going to take the Hindu Festival of Diwali, uh, yeah. Festival of Lights. I think it speaks for itself. Can you can you um, tell me one thing about that holiday that isn't relevant to that episode of The Office? Um, I absolutely can. I can tell you it's celebrated during the Hindu lunisolar month of Kartika. <laughs> it's uh, one of the more popular festivals of Hinduism. I just want to make sure that you knew. I mean, yep. I knew. That's just off the top of my head. That's nice. good. Um, That's good knowledge. Yeah, and it actually happens pretty much right at the same time as Halloween, so... You just love that time of year, apparently. We're just really leaning on late October, early November. Yeah. Yeah. And death. Is that, uh, that the list? Is that all of them for everyone? I believe so. That's it. I want to give um, a shout out. I got to give my shout outs real quick. Yeah, well, go first, for it. well, first I'll read my list. I have Christmas, 4th of July, opening day, Cinco de Mayo, and National Velociraptor Awareness Day. Um, I was really close to taking the um, alpha of the pizza topping game and taking national sausage pizza day mm. um, because I'm not team pepperoni. And then also June 22nd is national take your cat to work day. That's I, a good one. I was like, I'm not mm, thinking that. Great one. 
I'm all about that. That's, you know, a, hot, that's a hot take with the sausage over I, pepperoni. I just, I'm not a my, pepperoni guy. My brother, Adam, you guys know him from being on this call right now. Um, <laughs> right now, Chris, every day is bring your cat to work day for him. This is true. But he's not only bringing a cat. That's just have, have a cat. Go, maintaining just, a cat at work day. Yeah. Yep. Keeping your cat at work. Month. That's like bringing your work to your cat day. All right. I'm yeah, going to see. Where's that holiday? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good call, Chris. That's, that's much more accurate. Um, see if I can even remember my list before I do my shout outs. Okay. Um, as always, I went all over the place. Um, first overall, uh, I took a real stand. I want the people to remember I took international women's day. Mm-hmm. Um, second, I took Thanksgiving appealing nice. to the food and mm-hmm. uh, picking a holiday that uh, is, is growing in my heart for sure. Um, third, I took April Fool's Day, probably my favorite, like, medium-level holiday, I should say. You know, not... B-list? Yeah, yeah. my favorite B-list holiday. Um, Fourth overall, I took the classic uh, holiday uh, that's in the honor of Pachamama, and uh, that, of course, is the Tinku Festival, a.k.a. Punch Your Neighbor in the Face Day. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with my last pick, I almost took 420, but I swerved at the last second. And I took May 4th, as in May the 4th be with you. Um, I am very happy with that team. Um, I will go to battle with that team any day of the week. uh, And certainly will uh, enjoy a good day off with my team on any of these holidays. And uh, I'm going to do some quick shout outs as well. Um, uh, Most of the ones I've already mentioned, but I've got two more that are are pretty classic. Actually, three more. First of all, uh, on January 13th is Blame Someone Else Day, which mm. I enjoy. <laughs> um, that seems like a pretty useful thing if you, you know, save it up all year. You've got a day where it's just totally fine. That'd be good to um, be on uh, the day after April Fool's, I think. Yeah. You'd really honestly, put it to somebody. And uh, this one's, you guys are probably familiar with this one. Um, it's on August 8th. It's one of the more popular obscure holidays, which is the uh, day known as Sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. Can you repeat that, please? Sneak some zucchinis onto your neighbor's porch day. <laughs> I think I didn't, we've all, I didn't, we've all I didn't been there. That. Yeah. I didn't find yeah, that, that one on my, on my list. To, probably August isn't really known for the holidays, and I say it's probably one of August's more, August's more well-known holidays. Um, and for my last shout-out, I'm going to bring it home to the Midwest and apparently northern Florida, and I'm going to go with uh, Sweetest Day which uh, is basically a knockoff Valentine's Day that has been absolutely destroyed by critics its entire existence for being concocted by the candy industry just solely for the purpose of selling sweets. Yeah, not a good holiday. Didn't realize it was regional, though. No, I will have to say, um, I grew up with that one. I would always celebrate Swedish Day, and I'd go get a bunch of Swedish fish. Fair enough. So I repurposed it to make it fit for me, but I guess I still sort of bought into the whole system. Yeah, you still bought from Big Candy. Yeah, they right. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap up my five picks here. I've got Halloween and Groundhog Day, the film-based category there. International Talk Like a Pirate Day, Deal de los Muertos, and, of course, Diwali. A um, couple honorable mentions here. Almost took Mother's Day, but after International Women's Day, that just felt like yeah, it wouldn't have come off as genuine. But, you yeah. know, shout out to moms across the world. Yeah. And uh, the other one that I really considered, especially towards the end, was – um, 
the the only holiday that I know of that has a movie in which someone gets tortured by bees, and that is May Day with Wicker Man starring Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh boy! But that the, felt wrong. The scene where he gets his kneecaps broken, um, pretty much one of the most unfortunate things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so aside from the rest of that entire movie, but yeah. I think, yeah, I think my holidays are already morbid enough with Halloween and Day of the Dead, so we didn't need to go that route. Do we, do we think Christmas was the number one, or was that not everybody's number one? I, I feel similarly to how we, we all felt about Jar Jar Binks in the last round, where it just would have felt disingenuine. Okay. To I think, that. At least top three. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel, like, I feel like there's a big three, which is Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Can we all yeah, agree... Can we all Christmas. agree that New Year's Eve is the most overrated holiday? Absolutely. I was about to say I'm, that. I'm going to say that um, sneaking zucchini onto people's porch might be a bit overrated, but... <laughs> is it rated at all? <laughs> if it is rated at all, it's overrated, I guess is my point. That's fair. It's fair, yeah. All right. We're moving on to apps now. Um, I'm going to share my screen with you guys one more time. All right. So I can click again here. Boo. It didn't do anything. There we go. All right. Adam, Kevin, and Chris. Kevin this, better, this better be lining up for me to get some double picks in vehicles. This, ouch, this middle pick thing. Yeah, middle pick isn't good. You know, You're, you'll be going first for vehicles then, right, Kevin? It's appropriate, though, because age wise, you guys, and I'm sort of the middle, the middle child of you know, our, our childhood. Yeah, that is true. So the middle cousin, if you will. And middle middle height, middle age. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's middle true. Aged. Yep. <laughs> That's kind of yeah. The, the middle aged part goes one way and the middle height part goes the other way. Yeah. And you're in the middle of nowhere right now? Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, I can see the symbolism. Don't worry. I got it. <laughs> All right. This is a tough one. So I'm going to have to lead this off with apps. Um I'm going to be honest, I didn't put as much effort into really evaluating the order of my picks for this one. To me, mm-hmm. it's just a big old pile of quality picks that I'll be happy with. Um, but you got to start somewhere. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lead with an app that I've, I discovered much later in life than I think most. Um, and that's an app that basically is just a small pizza wrapped up inside of a unique shape. And that's the pepperoni pinwheel. The pepperoni so, pinwheel pepperoni pinwheel so just imagine a pinwheel shape like those little things you stick on a on your front lawn and it blows in the wind except for instead of a piece of plastic it's pizza well you know how i feel about pepperoni i have to say (laughs) yep that's controversial but that um even if i went back in time and knew what happened i would take patrick stefan first overall in the nhl again before i would take that app number one overall in this draft (laughs) Wow. That was a reference that everybody understood. Yeah, yep. that's a shout out, shout out to anyone who has ever watched the video of former number one overall pick Patrick Stefan skating down the rink, missing an empty net and having the other team go back with five seconds left and score the game-tying goal. Um, I've seen that video. We're going to have to add Patrick Stefan to the list with Josh Gad as <laughs> people who are blacklisted <laughs> from the GoatCast. Easily the most watched YouTube video on any computer I've ever owned. <laughs> It's a classic. You just can't. I just can't look away. It's just so. It's just so atrocious. 
Yeah. It's a, it's a nice one for whenever you mess up, you know, at, in, you know, at work or in your personal life to just go yeah. back and watch that video and think pop, it could be so much pop worse. Pop in a pepperoni pinwheel and watch Patrick stuff on videos. Yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're all human. We all it's miss the You know, and most of us don't do it on national TV. So it's important. Shout out Patrick Stefan. I've got your card framed somewhere in my basement. So big fan. Kevin, number one app right here. Boy, I have nine options I wrote down in no particular order. And I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm a little bit shaken by that first pick. I don't even know where to go. Or like that didn't give me any idea what you guys might be picking. So I'm just going to stick with the first one I wrote down. I'm going to go with a phone app again as well. Um, and I'm going to go with a very practical one and I'm going to go, Google Maps. Google Maps. Um, nice. I have to say, as someone whose smartphone GPS stopped working about a year ago, mm-hmm. um, I did not realize how much I relied on Google Maps. Um, my GPS thinks I'm always like a little bit off from where I am, so yeah, it does, no longer works real time when you're driving. But I still can use it to look up from like a stationary point, like a restaurant or something, to where I'm going at least use it like you guys remember might remember the classic website MapQuest when you yeah. used to print out direct but honestly i think it's just maybe if i you know i've always said like if i could go away from a smartphone i would if i could have a phone that just had a, the the camera the the like texting in the phone and google maps yeah i think it's the one app that would be really hard to go back on at this point whole world of possibilities all that you really would need would be a pair of glasses that have like a little hub on them kind of like in a video game where there's a map in the upper right corner yeah and that's that's it or just like a map but or yeah that's (laughs) i've heard of those i'm gonna say i i tried that it does work i also learned this past year after my maps kind of kicked out that um road signs exist and they usually tell you which direction you're going and how to get to places sometimes yeah so I want to say shout out to road signs. Um, <laughs> give enough credit back in the day. And uh, I've, I've become much more acquainted with you recently. And, uh, you know, you make life a lot easier. Yeah. Thanks, I agree. Shout out road signs. All right. I'm very happy that this app fell to me in the first round. I'm going to take my most used app. Um, it's the source of news, comedy, um, what have you. And that's Twitter. Nice. I don't tweet often, but just the content on Twitter is undefeated. Whether you want to watch car chases or shows or sports highlights. Or Vote whatever. on your favorite picks for yeah. this podcast. At the GoCast pod. Follow us. Wait, way to appeal to the literal only people who can vote on this, Chris. That's, that's what I do. And then my second pick is one of my other favorite apps, and that's Fried Pickles. Ooh. I was waiting for one of those apps to fall off the board. No, I, I sat here and debated between pinwheels and fried pickles. Yeah. That hurts a little bit. A bad fried pickle, it really ruins an appetite, but good fried pickles are, are a mainstay in my, in my restaurant choosing. I would offer to trade you a pinwheel for a fried pickle, but I think we all know at this point that yeah. you would probably deny that. I'm anti-pepperoni. Um, back to me. Back to you. I have- I'm very happy um, that this app fell to me. Um, I was a little worried. This is actually one of the only things I was worried about. I'm going to go with the OG app, and I'm going to go with Breadsticks. Yeah. Um, you cannot 
I mean, okay, say you can't go wrong with it. You can go wrong with it. Um, the main way you can go wrong with it is eating too many of them before your actual food gets there because they keep replacing them. Like Olive Garden. Yeah. Yep. It's too easy to do. But uh, I don't know. I didn't know if you guys would give me just bread in general, so I went with breadsticks, but I think that's... <sighs> that's that tough. Has, I'm going to... I'll stick with breadsticks. I think that that's my preference anyways. What's, what's you know, the best breadstick that you've ever had? Uh, Highland House. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Chris Old House. Uh, what is it? By Davisburg, Michigan. Yep. Um, and the Highland House on Dixie Highway. Speaking of yep. Thanksgiving, shout out back to Thanksgiving and how much I didn't like it. Chris's mom would always buy me Highland House breadsticks. And that was basically what, other than getting money from Uncle Mickey, that was what brought me to their house for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that one's an easy answer. Highland House breadsticks. I think breadsticks across the board are a safer option, but I think the uh, top tier bread is a biscuit. I don't know, though. like like Red Lobster uh, biscuits, mm-hmm. and then also Texas Roadhouse rolls. I feel I like had some very choice biscuits in my day. Yeah, my only my only real experience with biscuits is like Continental Hotel breakfasts, and yeah, they those are not good. But you know. Bottom of the barrel, biscuit-wise. Yep. It's you, Adam. All right. Well, I've got two in a row here, so I'm debating which route I want to go, but I think it's pretty clear what I want to do for my second overall pick, and that is going to be a nice big bowl, fresh green guacamole using the fruit called an avocado (laughs) and just some classic, slightly salty, crunchy chips. Yep. Chips and guac. I should have – I should have – I was going to get roasted for the guac thing or the, the avocado, I suppose. But I used to not like guacamole for some reason, but now it's like the greatest thing of all time. I was the exact same way. I think it was, I was probably a teenager by the time I yeah. tried it and actually liked it. I think that's can't... called being a millennial. I think every millennial has gone through that. <sighs> Maybe. It's just so good on toast, you know? It goes from, it goes from zero to 100. <laughs> Real quick. Yep. Guacamole is lit. Yep, so chips and guac so i'm gonna follow up follow up chips and guac i'm gonna get back to the hot apps and um have a couple choices here but i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna take the one that i just really don't think i could live without and that's the jalapeno popper yeah not always not always super big on the fried apps although the fried pickles are delicious but there's just something about a fried pile of cheese and spiciness that yep cuts right to the core i had that on my list and they're never too spicy which is nice yep it's a perfect combo. I'm going to, you know, I was playing this one sort of safe, but uh, I'm going to throw a curveball out there, which I think I've said enough times at this point or the equivalent of that enough that I don't ever play it straight. But uh, anyways, with my third pick for this category, I'm going to go with another phone app. I'm going to go with Angry Birds Seasons. <laughs> mm, I um, now, if you're like me, you know, uh, and you appreciate things like film scoring, things like that, um, where you get many variations of a motif or a theme. Um, I think Angry Birds season is the true best Angry Birds game because every few months you would get a reimagining of the Angry Birds in a bunch of different cultural styles and instrumentations, um, as well as just you know new classic levels of Angry Birds. And uh, I think that uh, that one. Uh, you know, the Angry Birds Empire is probably not going to be remembered for that one. It's probably the, the original mm-hmm. or the Star Wars renditions. Yeah, but sure. The champion of the Angry Birds games. The real creative pinnacle uh, is Angry Birds Seasons. And I think uh, 
there was a moon festival one. I'm just going to shout that out as my favorite rendition of the theme and uh, just design in general. It's definitely definitely going to appeal to the the pretentious amongst the Angry Birds crowd. Oh yeah. Also, just for the record, I don't have it on my phone anymore, but it would have been a great way to research for the holiday section. So download Angry Birds seasons today and use promo code Goatcast for ten percent off your order. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Also, Angry Birds and Pirates stock very low right now. I think. Yep. All time low. Ever I since might, Angry Birds I, two came out, the movie. I might have the window on that one. I might not have much of an audience for that anymore, yeah. but I had I had to give it my vote. What an absurd idea that they made a, they made multiple movies out of that game. I know they got past the uh, the first one. Yeah, Angry Birds two. I saw it in theaters last year. Wow! Wow! It was tough. All right, I got back to back picks here. Um, I think fried appetizers are the best appetizers and the most readily available. Definitely. Um, so I'm going to take one of the, what I think is the OG appetizers, and that's mozzarella sticks. Yep. That was on my list. That was pretty high on my list. And that was number two in food appetizers on my list. Can't go wrong with mozzarella sticks. Matzo man. And then one that I've recently been moving in on is pretzel bites. Like a hot pretzel. With yeah, Chris, number three on my list. It either have mustard, like the like the fancy mm-hmm. mustard, regular mustard, or cheese, like hot beer cheese. Yep. All about pretzel. If bites. there's a better in movie, like in theater movie snack than a hot pretzel bite with yeah. some nice fancy Dijon mustard, yeah, I've yet to see it. Shout I'm going to, to more than five shout- movie theaters. First of all, I'm I'm never saying shout out again, but uh, I'm going to have to call out what I think is really the best movie snack, which is watermelon sour patch kids in Fruitopia. Watermelon sour patch kids are good. Yeah. That could be another podcast in in itself is movie theaters food. So I I don't know if anyone, if any of our listeners have access to any Fruitopia that still exists. Yeah. Tweet us. I don't know. I don't know if you ever saw Fruitopia anywhere, but in a movie theater. What is Fruitopia? It's like a, like a fruit drink, like it's not pop or soda for the. Uh, it's like what Minute Maid lemonade is to regular lemonade. Fruitopia is to like a glass of I don't know cranberry juice. Okay. Never. Never it's had it. Sugary fruit beverage, Chris. I'm not in on the juice game. Yeah. Fruitopia. Kevin. Um, back to me. Okay, I've got a lot of different directions I could take this. Uh, I'll cross off Moz sticks and uh, pretzel bites, both off the thing. I'm going to have to go with one of my favorite apps. Um, it's great for any aspiring uh, limerick writer and or rapper. Um, and that's called Prime Rhyme. And it's, it's just, you know, it's your run-of-the-mill rhyme dictionary, but it has, uh, is probably top five most used apps by me ever. Uh, and uh, I think until last season when I was out of cell service a lot and I bought a physical copy of the Rhyme Dictionary, um, it was maybe one of my bro- most prized possession was that app, which was wow. free. That's saying wow. something. Um, I'm not a lyricist of any sort, so I've never used that app, but I can understand its uh, utility. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty clear. All right, I've got my last two picks here, and I'm going to go ahead with the first one and take a pretty solid late round choice, um, and that is the bacon-wrapped date. 
this is an appetizer. Speaking of things that were discovered later in life that I think I probably had for the first time in the last two years. Um, and I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I have eaten dates. I don't fully understand what they are or why they taste the way they are, but they're delicious. Even on the oh. when you add in, you know, a little wrap of bacon, it's just like, it's like candied. I don't think I've ever eaten it before. Can I, um, can I jump in on this one, Adam? Yes. Um, Viva date is a vegetable. No. <laughs> I feel like that is not true. <laughs> it's got a pit just like an avocado, though. Or like a mango, for example. Yeah. Or That's any. called a self-roast. <laughs> got him. So bacon wrap dates could be my fourth pick, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to follow that one up with uh, a pick that I'm very happy about to wrap up my my team of apps. So to clarify, I've got the pinwheel, I've got the chips and guac, I've got the popper for a little bit of flavor, and I've got the bacon wrap dates for a little bit of sweetness. I'm going to top that off with a very premium app that I don't know if I could live without, and that is Calculator. Calculator. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I miss I misclicked too much on the iPhone calculator, I think. It's gotten to a point where I think I'm pretty good at math. I can do a lot of math in my head, but I still think I would rather have a calculator app than a map sometimes. Yep. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty reliant on maps. All right. Uh, my last pick. Mm-hmm. This, this is a tough one. Um, I wanted to – I really wanted to go – with the most meta possible pick I could, but I'm going to stick with my guns. I cannot live without an app of this type. It doesn't have to be this one. This one's just my favorite. Um, I primarily use my phone to listen to music these days. And so I'm going to go with Apple music as mine. I prefer it over Spotify, but uh, can't, can't imagine my phone without a music app on it. Yeah. And so that one for, for number five to round my phone out. That's a good pick. Definitely. Only one food pick from you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Only one food. But I was, Kevin I was essentially signing my like dream limited smartphone. Yeah, that's fair. Angry Birds Seasons, Google Maps, Apple Music, <laughs> and all you need. But I got Mr. Irrelevant here. And I'm going to take an app that I probably use other than social media apps and like messaging apps. I use this app the most. Uh, it's dangerous at times, and that's Venmo. Oh, yeah. Um, a good one. The ease of use and paying people has changed altogether now with Venmo. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, nobody ever like hacks it and just steals money from everybody, but I overly use Venmo, and often when I have like money in my Venmo account, I just assume I have free money. <laughs> it's like I'm not spending money when I pay somebody because there's oh, it's in my right. Venmo account. Yeah, right. it's just an app. You know? Not a good mindset to have. <laughs> Yeah. Never use Cash App, but... I have to um, highlight my favorite part of Venmo uh, is the fact that when you pay someone, you're required to, to write something or put oh, yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I primarily use it to pay my mom for my life insurance, which is like through <laughs> theirs. And I have exclusively used the Pink Flamingo Floaty um, every <laughs> I've ever used Venmo. And so, or at least for, for that purpose. So, yeah, I think, yeah, the emoji based payment system is definitely one of the top factors. The other thing I love about Venmo 
that I just think is super funny is that it's actually a social network. So it has chat features. Like yeah. you can befriend people. You can do all that stuff. So technically there is a world where you could only have Venmo and communicate with all your friends and family. I know I, know I said I was done saying the word shout out, but went on the GOAT podcast, you know, do as they do. Mm-hmm. And I want to shout out to all the people who think they're hilarious on Venmo, who think they're internet comedians. Um, shout out to you guys. Shout out uh, me. You brighten up my day. Um, every you know two months when I open up Venmo and I accidentally scroll through like four or five people who I haven't talked to in like 10 years who are still on my phone somehow and see who they're paying, it always brings a smile to my face to see their you know hilarious dancer emoji mixed with a pizza and an eggplant and you know. The Tom Brian, to kickstart my uh, my stand up comedy careers through my Venmo transactions, <laughs> paying for my phone every month for my haircuts. Through hot pants. Uh, the one I left off of my list, I had a very small list. I got all of them, but I was going to take chips and salsa because of every Mexican restaurant that gives you chips and salsa is like yep. the thing ever. But Adam took guac, and guac is far superior to salsa, so I didn't feel True. the need to take two chip-based yeah. apps. I also only left, I left two off of mine, um, or they they I either picked them or they got picked, and uh, one of them was Google Docs, which has been a lifesaver because I don't have a computer. And so I use that on my iPad and my phone for literally everything that I want to write up or type up mm-hmm. and that access to it. And I've tried like, uh, what is it? Evernote or notes or things like that. But I just find that Google docs is the best for that. And my other shout out is to uh, another game app that I haven't played in a long time, but probably one of the most fun puzzle apps I've ever played, which I think puzzle apps are best suited for the, the touchscreen platform, obviously. And uh, that's Monument Valley. That's a great game. Never heard of it. Second one that I never played, but the if you can play the first one, especially like on an iPad, it's a, like the design is really good, the music is really good, and it's just uh, it's one of the more involved yeah. puzzles. Thumbs up. Do you guys remember Flappy Bird? Oh yeah. And how like it was like a big deal when they got rid of Flappy Bird, and some people had Flappy Bird on their phones still, and they were like selling them for outrageous prices. I do. People were getting thousands of dollars for those. That was a wild time in history. Yeah, um, I feel fortunate to have been alive for it. Um, I think just I had a couple shout-outs too, just real quick. Um, the first one, I went back and forth on this one. Um, Pigs in a Blanket oh, yeah. used to be used to be one of my premium favorites. I mean, the the crescent roll on its own is mm-hmm. one of the top things you can make out of a tube. A breakfast, but when you add in, yeah, you add in the little sausages or whatever. That's just a whole other. That's just a whole other level. Um, my only hesitation there is ever since I saw the episode of The Office where Kevin eats pigs in a blanket in a blanket, I've had this kind of weird feeling about eating them that I can't really seem to shake. Um, other than that, though, I can't say enough good things. And then the other shout out that I wanted to give is something that I've never had and I wanted to know if either of you had ever even heard of that really intrigues me. And that's called chocolate salami. Nope. Nope. Does anyone know what that is? Okay. I was, I was doing a little bit of research in preparation for this draft, and one of the top apps that I found in a couple places is, like, this literal roll of the way, same way they make salami, like, you know, in a roll, except for it's just, like, a fruitcake, but instead of oh. fruitcake stuff, it's, like, chocolate jello. And I mean, it probably would taste good. On the, on the note of uh, chocolate things, dip chocolate things, um, I have to say that also just going back to the how dedicated I am to this podcast, I've mostly survived today off of a box of strawberries that was in my car and a container of um, Pillsbury milk chocolate frosting that melted in my front seat because it's so hot. Yuck. So I was just 
dipping the strawberries in there and eating them. And I have to say, it's pretty dang good. That's impressive. I don't feel so great though, because it's like a hundred degrees out, and that's like almost all I've eaten today. Like an anchor man when he's like, milk was a bad choice. Yeah. I feel like I'd rather have the milk. Did we um? Did we recap our lists? Um, Adam did. Uh, you can go over it again, Adam, if you want. I'll, I'll run through mine really quick, just again. I had um, Google Maps, mm-hmm. Apple Music, mm-hmm. Anchored Seasons, Prime mm-hmm. Rhyme, and then the food appetizer breadsticks. Adam, what's yours? I had the pepperoni pinwheel, chips and guac, the jalapeno popper, bacon wrap dates, and calculator. And I have Twitter, fried pickles, mozzarella sticks, pretzel bites, and Venmo. Now, this last, category, this last category we're doing is the most fun one, I think. Um, there's a lot of options here. I don't know how many steals are there going to be. Um, I think we all have similar interests in our fictional uh, mm-hmm. lore, which could persuade us. Sure. Fictional view. What? I said, please be first. I'm getting oh, ready. I'll share my screen with you. Yep. I'm due. I'm due. I can like redo this or should I just hit again? I, I can't even see it. Okay, I'm just going to hit again. Again. Yeah, that's the same list. So this is tough. <laughs> my, my third? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Out. All right. I, I would be willing to donate a pick up to Kevin so he can get higher in the, the pecking order for once. You know what, Kevin? You can go first since you haven't gone first yet. Ooh. And then me and Adam will fight for two and three. Um, I normally am opposed to taking a like this, but I had one pick in all three of these drafts that I said, if I don't get this pick, I'm going to hang up the phone and never go on the pot again, which I, would be devastating yeah. for all of the, the dedicated listeners. So I what will take did? this pick. Let me get me and Adam real quick. Don't, don't say it yet. Nope. <laughs> all right. That's fair. That's all right. I get two in a row. All right. All right, so it's Kevin and okay. then myself and then Adam. So with the first overall be pick, good. I am I am so happy to get this one. Um, I have dreamed of this day since I knew the draft was coming as of like two days ago. And uh, this, is, this is my moment. Um, and uh, I am going to pass my mic over to one of my team members uh arnold to make this pick oh no i hope this is a regular field trip good one arnold um with my pick i'm going to take the magic school bus thank you yeah i had that on my list absolutely i wasn't going to take it first if i had to describe the magic school bus in one word and one abbreviation it would be versatile af that (laughs) is the school bus for you it can go in space it can go on and underwater and it can go inside of Arnold's body. I don't yeah. know what more you could ask for except for, oh, wait, there is more. <laughs> I have long wanted to mod out the inside of a school bus to live in it. Same. So now I can live in it and mm-hmm. travel in it on yeah. all those different surfaces, shrink, grow, space, water, you name it. They went Again. to Pluto back when that was still a planet. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. Shout out to Pluto. AF, as the youths say, and uh, that is the Magic School Bus, number one overall pick. Thank you. Does that come with the teacher, too? Because she can operate it, or can you, do you know how to, op- like, are we saying we can operate them, I assume? Yeah, yeah, I would say that, I would say that we are just getting just the vehicle, not the characters. Yeah. But I would not say no to going on field trips with Miss Frizzle, so. Fair enough. I could go either way with that one. All right. Definitely on my list. My first pick, though. It's going to be a um, 
no wheeled vehicle, and that is the magic carpet from Aladdin. Oh, a couple of magic picks right off the top. Yeah, big big magic picks. I'm gonna was... I'm gonna say I didn't really see that one. Like I didn't think of that one, and I was like I was specifically trying to look into like more personal sized vehicles. Yeah, yeah I That's mean. Like- Navigation might be difficult with that. Um, it might take a little bit of time to get used to the steering and maneuvering of it, but also it's kind of like a friend you have, you know? Yeah, it's got its own personality. Tassels. Good one. Tassels. I'm a fan. Great pick. I considered that for the pick that I'm about to take next. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pivot away from the magical spectrum. I'm going to go surely for utility. Um, Kevin, you talked about living out of the back of a bus. This is also a vehicle that I feel I could happily live out of. And that is the Mystery Machine yeah. from Scooby-Doo. Nice. They have, I don't know if you can remember some of the episodes that they show in the back. They have a full-on kitchen. Sometimes there's a bedroom. Sometimes there's other stuff. It just seems like there's infinite amounts of food in the back of that thing. Yeah. Something like three that, refrigerators. That one holds a much higher place in my heart than the Magic School Bus. And it, I have, um, you know, I have backups for some of these picks. And that was my, like, if I can't get the magic school bus, that was my one to live out of. So I appreciate that that one went off the board so early. That is a, a classic uh, now available in Lego form. And, yeah. uh, Excellent uh, Lego. Good... Excellent Lego is right. I'm taking that off my list as well because I wanted that one too. Speaking would, of speaking of excellent Legos, sorry, go ahead. I would like to just jump in and I, I also wasn't sure if we would allow that one because I, I wasn't sure if we were stipulating this as they, they couldn't be like a realistic vehicle. Um, it's animated. I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. It's a fictional vehicle. Um, I do want to give a shout out on that note. I just finished watching through the show Psych, and um, a very fictional vehicle that's just a regular car, um, which is the Blueberry Gus's car mm-hmm. um, in Psych. That's I'm realizing now how iconic that car is after watching through the show again. And uh, mm-hmm. this time through, I saw that. They auctioned it off after the season finale for $31,000. Wow. I, I would have gladly paid that price. I named my real-life car after that car, Ebenezer. I think it's a, what is it, like a, a Ford Echo or something? I think Some so. Some sort of Echo. Yeah. It really does look like a blueberry. Well, yep. back, to the, back to the excellent Lego segue. That was going to be really awesome until we went on that tangent. Um, I would be remiss if I didn't spend one of my top two picks to take one of the best vehicles in all of fiction and that is the millennium falcon yeah yep. any version yep probably the one from a new hope i thought that would be the number one pick but still one I, uh, I had a feeling like i never even put that one on my list because i had a feeling it could be gone before i got to it and also yeah. it just like it belonged to adam in my mind like i didn't i didn't feel like i could take that one this uh, Adam's list is very true to his childhood. For, like, yeah, for anyone for anyone who's got you know, especially just one other sibling, um, you'll maybe understand this. But it's like you each like specific things, and because the other one likes things, like you like a different thing. And so, like the Millennium Falcon was very much his part of Star Wars, and mm-hmm. I really was too fond of it because of that. Yeah. I, on that note, I don't think I owned anything that was the color blue until I went to college. <laughs> for that reason. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, All right. I'm back look. up. Yep. Um, this is tough. I'm going to take one that I think Kevin might take later. So I'm going to take it now. And that's another vehicle with no wheels that can fly. And that's the Nimbus 2000. Oh. Oh. 
Why the 2000, Chris? I just think that's the iconic one you think of when you think of a broom. Yeah. I don't need the – what are the ones that the Weasleys always have? The um, – Comets. Comets. Yeah, the fireball. Oh, the, the clean over- sweeps. The clean sweeps. Clean yeah, sweeps. Yeah. The fireball overrated, I think. Um, I'll show. Well, this is our that, classic. That leads really well into my next pick. <laughs> oh, no. Um, so uh, I was going to do this whole spiel before it, but I'm just going to lead it right into it. I'm going to pick the firebolt. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is my thinking. I've got the magic school bus, and most people who have motorhomes have, you know, a bike or a moped that they put on the back for when they, they park and they need to get around local. And I just think, I mean, a broom is just fun to think about flying that. It's, it's really versatile. It can get in. I don't know why I'm using that word so much. It can get in and out of small places. It's very easy to pack and carry around. You can, like, take it into stores with you. Mm-hmm. Um, never have to pay for parking. And so even though it's a little bit of a disappointment to follow up your pick with that, <laughs> I will I will firebolt. And uh, I think we should get together and race sometime next week, Chris. And That's fine. See how you feel about that, that uh, old If you guys game. can keep up with my spaceship. How fast can you guys do the Kessel Run? And uh, the magic carpet. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe I'm about to do this. So I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go away from where I was going to go with that pick, and I'm going to jump Star Wars universe because I'm afraid things oh, might no. be gone. I'm really having a hard time between two. Uh, it's basically just the the same, the good and bad equivalent, the the main vehicles. Um, I'm just going to go with whatever comes out first. I'm going to go with a Tie Fighter. Yeah. Um, those look like they'd be a lot of fun to fly. So do the X-Wings, but the TIE Fighters are just, I feel like a little bit more unique in the, in the design. No. Than, Especially new TIE Fighter. The new TIE Fighter in the Mandalorian was sweet. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to go with the classic one also for the record, just the classic shape. The original um, or the Darth Vader one? The original, like the, mm-hmm. the flat sides. Also, I think the TIE Fighter, Flying noise is my favorite Star Wars sound effect. Yeah, that's also oh, yeah. that's also maybe one of the most iconic sounds in movie history. So that that's a good point, Chris. That I'm glad I went with Tie Fighter over everything. <laughs> All right, good pick. Um, I'm gonna save my Star Wars pick later, hoping it drops due to you guys both having Star Wars picks. Is it? Isn't it Adam? No, it's Chris. No, it's me in the middle. Oh no, you're in the middle, right? Right. I'm so, I'm sorry. I'm so used to being in the middle. I'm gonna take. Oh, there's so many. I know. I need something a little larger that can uh, travel um, interplan- interplanetary? Planet- planetary? Interplanetary? Planetarily? I don't yeah, know. I need, I need to travel in space. So I'm going to take not Star Wars, but Eagle 5, the Winnebago motorhome from Spaceballs. Oh, that was wonderful pick. That was my number one backup to if I didn't get the magic school bus yeah. because at least it flew and was a bus. Yes, that's what I, that's what I was that's what I was gonna take if one of you got the Falcon to make myself <laughs> feel better. The Winnebago with wings. <laughs> An undeniably great movie. You guys are picking apart my shout out list, so that's good. Good for timed. I, I still have a pretty extensive one, so that'll be as long as the actual draft probably. But before we get to that, I'm going to go ahead with my third overall pick. I've already covered traveling on land with the mystery machine. I can go up hills. I can go into spooky forests, whatever. I can fly through space interplanetarily. Um, but I can't do anything in the ocean. So I need to do something that's going to get me to the bottom of the ocean. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with a very versatile vehicle. Oh, no. Shout out to Kevin. Oh, no. 
I'm going to take the invisible boat mobile no. from SpongeBob SquarePants. Nice. Forgot about that one. That was my um, next pick. Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Can we just also point out that that was why I wanted the Magic School Bus so bad because it freed me up to pick anything I wanted basically because yeah. it can do all the things you guys were just talking about interplanetary, mm-hmm. underwater, that again, it's body, whatever I need. That one hurt. I did not think you guys were going to even venture into that territory. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I considered taking that one even higher. But Ever since my email address was SpongeBob Rossi, I thought I had a monopoly on SpongeBob. <laughs> Forgot about that. Adam, hey. one on our pods who's going all SpongeBob with Gary and the Invisible Boatmobile. True, true. Built my dream life. I did not take a pineapple. True. In the vegetable section. Mostly because I, I know what vegetables are. That's fair. That's fair. That one. That's me. that's my third overall pick. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna follow that one up. Now that I've kind of covered, you know, land, sea, and, and air, um, I can afford to take something. A little more uh, personal sized that I can kind of use when I need to get out of the, the Falcon or whatever and, and do something a little more, um, you know, hands-on. And that's going to be the War Machine sh- uh, suit from the Avengers and Iron Man movies. As I was gonna, famous by Don Cheadle. Yeah, I, I assume there was the like, Don Cheadle. I feel like that might be a stretch for a vehicle. Now, but... I was going to give a shout out. I wasn't going to pick the Iron Man suit, but I was going to say it is technically a mode of transportation. Yeah, you can True. fly. No, I mean, I, I will I will allow it for sure, but I, I feel like it's it's on that cusp. And I think Thor's hammer is a, a mode of transportation. Yeah. It's you from point I, A to I, point B. That one, but... The War Machine suit, I just watched Iron Man 3 yesterday. Tough. Tough movie. Rough, yeah. <laughs> Do you like no doubt. Do you like it when it's like red, white, and blue painted when he's Iron Patriot? Or no? You know, I'll take whatever he's willing to give me. I'll take his, you know, Mark One or whatever the one is that yeah. isn't that good. He's got the machine gun on the shoulder, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good pick. Oh, I'm up now, huh? The- All right. I have a lot. I think this one has to be taken because I thought it'd be the first pick. Or one of the first picks. Um, I'm gonna take the Batmobile. Now, if I need to get specific, that makes it harder. Like the 1960s Adam West Batmobile is great, but for usefulness, I'm going to take the Tumbler from the Dark Knight trilogy. It's a good choice. Yeah. It's the also upgrade. the Lego Batmobile. Yeah, it's consideration. It's definitely the ugliest, the new one, but you can like split it in half, and there's like a motorcycle that comes out of it. So. Easily the most. Uh, usable though. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. Um, all right, so I, for my next pick, for my fourth pick, um, I've got flying down, I've got space, the ocean, etc. Blah blah blah. There's one thing I'm missing, although I have not seen. I'm ashamed to admit I've not seen every episode of Magic School Bus, so honestly, it might do this too. But the thing I'm missing is time travel. Yeah. Uh, there are a couple of uh, when I looked it up. Uh, you know, best fictional vehicles. Um, there are two time traveling vehicles that are number one on like every list. Yeah. And I'm not going to go with either of those because I don't like the show or the movie that they come from. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with HG Wells, the time machine, time machine. Ooh. <laughs> Funny story about that. Um, I was recently in Florida with my parents and my dad was trying to describe a movie to us where a man travels into the future but it's a primitive land he didn't know what it, and he was trying to figure it out for the longest time he goes, i think it's just called the time machine <laughs> and then we watched the time machine and it I was just, absurd 
you know, potentially the the most iconic time travel movie of all time. <sighs> That's tough. Be cliche. That's tough. All right, you got another one. All right, I go twice in a row. It's your last Whew. one. Um, this is tough. I feel like just for sheer shock value, I have to take this one. Um, it's the least fun to drive of any of the vehicles I'm choosing, but I've got, I've got my bus covered. I've got my, you know, personal transportation covered. I've got some unique ones I can go through time. So for my fifth pick, I'm going to have to go with the, uh, completed and original Death Star. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's shock. That's a good pick. That's no moon. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, uh, it's, I can park all four of my other vehicles comfortably in it. Yeah. And then some. Yep. Yep. We were trying to map out how big the actual Lego Death Star should be if it was to scale to a Lego minifigs. And it was like the, still bigger than a house. Yep. Multiple yep. miles long. Let's imagine how expensive that would be. Yeah. Too expensive. <laughs> Now, since you okay. took Pie Fighter, I didn't think you'd take Death Star. I was considering it. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm actually in this moment debating if you guys will let me take that back for one of my two other options. I mean, you can give honorable mentions at the end. Yeah. Yep. That's what I. You still with Death Star? Live by the sword. Live by the sword. All right, my last pick is tough. <laughs> yep. I don't know if I need practicality or show here. Time travel is tempting. Um, I, I too agree with you that I've not too fond of the source material of the two famous time travel machines and i'm kind of leaning the bill and ted phone booth but i'm gonna pass for one that's a little more show pod racer oh i didn't even think of that i had so many star wars ones on my list and i didn't even think of that a great right here on mine a great lego um i don't know if he has the coolest looking one um i think like ben quadraneros his doesn't work. I like Gisgano. Gisgano's yeah. is good. And Sebulba's is impressive. Great video game, too. Coming at a new best. Yeah. Great, great boy game with the Rumble Pack. Um, yeah. oh. Quick shout out to how you, you win Sebulba by beating him. Yeah. But if you play as him, you lose him. And uh, me and my brother did that game, and he won Sebulba, and I played as Sebulba and lost him, and he got so mad at me that I cried. <laughs> Rightfully Classic. so. I worked hard for that. Yep. That completes my mom list. had to intervene, I believe. Probably. Mr. All right. Well, to go back to uh, to what Kevin was talking about with the Death Star, um, you took you took my my first overall choice for this. But what do I need now that I have you know I've got my vehicle, I've got my little suit, I've got a ship that can fly, and I've got a boat that can live underwater. So what do, I need somewhere where I can keep all this stuff, and the Death Star's off the table. So I'm going to go with a pick that I honestly consider taking higher than this, and that is. The one and only SSN from the original Pokemon games. <laughs> so it's obviously it's a huge boat. Point. We don't even honestly know how big it is, um, but there's definitely room for the Falcon in there, the Boatmobile, <laughs> Iron Man, or uh, War Machine suit. Um, it's a great the mystery machine can just plop right down there like a ferry or something. So you never, really ri- you never really ride the SSN. You know, it's kind of annoying. You find the seasick captain, yeah. get off, and then then it leaves. I honestly have never even seen if there's a steering wheel or a bridge or anything like that, but I guess things we'll find out when we acquire it. That's a great pick. Can you guys, can you guys hang tight for one second so I can turn my car back on and see if I can stay on the call? I suppose. Now with I like guess. 
Would like Lapras be a uh, mode of transportation? I mean, he could surf. That's how you get around. Yeah, I, I think so. Think about Pokemon. That's a good one. Can oh. you guys still hear me? Yeah. 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 Can you hear us? No, no, no. I can't. Are you there? So close. Yeah. I can hear you, but you're really um, muted. That's annoying. Um, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give out um, my quick two, uh, two or three shout-outs for vehicles, and then I'll have to go because my phone's. All right. Go for it. About to go. So, um, first shout-out would be the Land Speeder from Star Wars original one. D- just didn't take it because it didn't fit in the the size or capability of the vehicles I wanted. But it's one of my favorite all-time fictional vehicles, so I wanted to call it out. Um, second call out, and I almost took this over the Death Star at the end, is Pee Wee Herman's bike. <laughs> but I didn't know. It's it's exactly the kind of bike I could see myself riding, but I didn't know if that counted I'm out um, on as like a, a vehicle. Add him to the list. Um, and my last and most important call out, also almost took this over the Death Star, mainly for the name. I didn't have any need for this because of the Magic School Bus. Um, I mean, there's also, I guess, another shower is the Flying Car from Harry Potter, but I was going to go with the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang vehicle yeah. for um, the color factor, and it was another one that can go, you know, land, water, fly, etc. Yeah. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to... I'm going to have to prefer the, I don't know what that even means. I'm going to have to stick with the magic school bus in terms of practicality. It has a little bit more that it's capable of, but I would say style wise, the chitty chitty bang bang was hard to leave off the list. Fair enough. Okay. All right. You leaving Kevin? Yeah. All right. Thanks for uh, joining us. Yeah. It's been real. We'll see how many, um, we'll see how many emails you get from my, uh, my, all my Gmail accounts. See if there's a third, uh, a trilogy to this podcast. I'll let you know when that Angry Birds money comes in. <laughs> yep. All or right. the uh, the avocado yeah. money because we're getting them a lot of press. True. True. Any press? All right. I'll see you guys later. See you, Kevin. All right. My list. All right. Later. Peace my out. list is the Magic Carpet from Aladdin, the Nimbus Two Thousand, the Eagle Five from uh, Spaceballs, the Tumbler from Batman, mm-hmm. and Anakin's Pod Racer. Um, I was very close to taking Optimus Prime mm. and also RC from Toy Story. Oh, great pick. Not a lot of use, but just a great character. Would have been a fun one now that you kind of covered all the rest of your bases. That's a good pick for sure. All right. My final list was the Mystery Machine, the Millennium Falcon, the Invisible Boatmobile starring Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, the War Machine suit worn by Don Cheadle, and the SSAN from the original Pokemon Red Blue, or Red and Blue versions, I think yellow version or something. Yep. And uh, just had a couple mentions. You guys honestly took a lot of the ones I had on my list that didn't make the cut. But uh, I had the Night Bus from Harry Potter. Yeah. That one seemed pretty good. Um, Just a double-decker bus that can collapse into nothing. There's beds on there, I think. Um, I don't think it would come with the old dude who's coughing or throwing up or whatever, which is (laughs) hurt. Yeah, that is coughing. I had the Ghost from the original Halo games, the little yeah, purple thing. Yeah, I was thinking Warthog. Just because I have so many fond memories of... The Warthog. Yep, both of those classics. Yep, and then the last one I had on here was the Flying Dutchman, also from SpongeBob, if I hadn't gotten yeah. Mobile. I mean, it has its own perfume sections, which is, I think, pretty hard to come by in fictional vehicles, so... Yeah, I was thinking about Flying taking um, Wonder Woman's Invisible Plane, but yep. I think that would be too dangerous for me to operate, whereas an Invisible Boat Mobile would be a lot right. more useful. Worst thing that happens is you run over one of those fish guys that's always in the background of the episodes. 
the leg. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that went smoother than I expected. Yeah. Uh, not too many issues. Thank you for uh, joining me. And, uh, of course. Thanks for having us. Check us out on Twitter, people. Peace out. Seatbelts, everyone! Please let this be a normal field trip with a friend. No way! Cruising on down Main Street, you're relaxed and feeling good. Next thing that you know, you'll see it. Octopus in my neighborhood, surfing on the sine wave, swinging through the stars. Take a left at Joe Mantastin, pick your satellite path mark on the magic school bus. Alligator, nostril, climb on the magic school bus. Make a plane, turn two. Strap your bones back to the seat Come on in and don't be shy Come on. Just to make your day complete You might get baked into a pile On the magic school bus Step inside, it's a wild ride